Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, Matthew Della Vadova question mark exclamation mark. Well, you're about to hear us go on a journey to try and find uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers player. We are heading on the road, but before we do that, before we fire up the Dum Dum Mobile and drive on up the Hershey Highway. <laughs> <laughs> We need to tell you about a couple of things that we've got coming Why up. Why can't they sponsor us? Oh. Hershey Highway. <laughs> Hershey's have no money. They spent it all on sponsoring that beautiful, glorious strip of highway. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I thought that was named after the creator of Hershey. I thought that wasn't a sponsorship deal. It was just like, man, that, that was such good chuckle. Let's name this 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 road. <laughs> just as a what, just as a charity act. Yeah. Just as like a well, given props. Well the Hume Highway isn't sponsored by Hume. <laughs> it's named Lockie, after. Lockie Hume. He took no. all the money. Oh really? For it. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, um, I'll take it all back. So by the time people hear this, if you listen to it the day it comes out, two weeks until the Kosamui International Podcast Festival, we are getting so revved up. We are planning more and more. We spent a bunch of today talking about what we're going to do over there. We've got a heap of stuff locked in, a few surprises that we're, we're not going to reveal until we're over there with the audience. Um, it is happening May 31st to June the 5th at the Ozo Chuang Samui Resort. If you want to come along, book a room through them, their official website, and enter the promo code PODCAST and you're going to get a sweet discount on your room. That's it. And, you know, now there's this close to it happening, it is really just down to the wild childs out there of yes. people who are going to book last minute. So, you crazy party animals, this is your time. I, all, yeah. all the time is gone for the safe, cautious sort of people. Um, they're already booked in or they're not coming. It's up for you spontaneous fucking maniacs. We need to get proof of this. Let's give a prize to the person who books with the least amount of notice. Oh, really? I want some absolute madman to book in the day before. That's what I want. I want some absolute fucking maniac. Bring your screenshot of your of your um you know of your boarding pass receipt from uh, whatever airline you fly with, and we'll 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 you know we'll give we'll rustle up something for you. The people who are playing chicken with this podcast festival. (laughs) Let's see who wins. Um, so also, if you can't make it, we have a GoFundMe page set up where people are, man, heaps of donations in the last week. It's so good. That is the only reason this thing is happening is because of gener- generous donations from people like you. Um, we wanted to get this thing off the ground. Uh, so the way that we've been able to do that is from you guys chipping in and in return, you're going to get all sorts of extra sweet bonus content that we're making over there. We're going to film stuff. We're going to do extra episodes. And if you chip in $10 or more to the GoFundMe page, uh, you're going to get all of that stuff and it's really going to be a huge chunk of uh, awesome sweet stuff exactly and and on top of that of course if you are already a patron of pa- our patreon page patreon.com slash little dum dum club uh, a lot of people have been asking uh, if we are a ten dollar or more donor to that do we get the same stuff the answer is yes yes you do so yeah. um if you're chucking in a bit of coin like that uh, we will give you all we've got from Samui. We are planning on, you know, I mean, literally me and, me and Tommy here are planning on a holiday after Samui because it's going to be a lot of work. We're going to be filming gonna, a lot of stuff. That's I've been aware of that from day one. It feels like this has gradually dawned on you over the last two weeks. Yeah, I was just <laughs> I was just hoping that the, the webcams could film 
me doing whatever I do <laughs> and that's sort of it. But so if you want to chip in on those things, the links to both of them, the GoFundMe and our Patreon page are at littledumdumclub.com. Uh, we also have T-shirts there that you can get that are helping to support the trip. If you're coming along, get one of them. We're not charging you for any of the shows that we're doing over there but get, you know, wear it with pride exactly. and show the locals that you're part of one of the worst overseas trips <laughs> that has ever invaded their island. The, the, the worst bunch of uh, Australian exports to an Asian tropical paradise since the Bali 9. <laughs> <laughs> the Bali 69. <laughs> oh, yes. I like that. The Samui 69. <laughs> I like it very much. Hell yeah. And especially because it would be nice for us all together to be wearing this sort of stuff while we're there. Totally. Just this army of fuckheads yeah. walking down the street. Yeah, oh, man. It's going to be so good. Wearing the gear. So, um, yeah, if you can, do that. If you're coming from a location that is not Melbourne and, and you want to meet us over there, and get uh, pick up the shirts when you arrive there. Let us know. Give us some mm. private messages. We can work that out. There are a few little arrangements uh, going around like that already because yeah, we great. do have – man, the exciting bit is the people from overseas. Like we've met a bunch of listeners from Melbourne and, and good for them for coming. Very much encouraged. Thanks so much mm-hmm. for your continued support. I'm excited about these overseas guys yeah. that we've never met before, that have never been to a live show. Yeah. All of a sudden we're going to be stir crazy with them for five days. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Um, that's And, you know, in all seriousness, I've joked a lot about like I think I'm going to get fucking murdered over there by one of the freaks that listens to this. And I'm, you know, look, it's all fun and games. But I genuinely am looking forward to meeting uh, a bunch of the people that have decided to come on this thing because it's it's insane that this is happening. Like this oh, is ridiculous. I am totally doffing my cap to anyone who t- taking part in this. Yes. This it's, is crazy. It's crazy that you guys are, and I guess we'll find this out, but what are the circumstances leading up to you guys deciding this is a good idea? Mm. You're not working. You're taking off a, a week for holiday. Are you, yeah. are you, are you honeymooning? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all of these sort of things. I'm interested in how you're justifying this. Any midlife crises in yeah. there. Well, that's my reason. <laughs> Damn it. Got in just before me. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. So, yeah, if you're on the fence about it, you can go on our website and get more information about exactly what's happening over there. And, hey, if, you, if you've just started listening to the show recently, then, you know, come, you know, just – I, I want someone to I want someone to get into this show in the last month. That is, and become like I want to get someone with the least amount of prior knowledge about the show on board. Yes, now that that is also an exciting idea that uh, someone can stumble across this with two weeks to go. And and a lot of people we hear this story a lot of times where someone stumbles across this and goes, "Fuck, this is up my alley," and then listens to two hundred and fifty, three hundred yeah. episodes all in a row. And then even be- if you've just listened to like this and last week's, and you're worried, I don't know enough. Hey, you know what? Book it in. You've got an eight-hour flight. Yeah. Just catch up. Just catch up on the plane. Sit next to us and listen <laughs> to the episodes while you're sitting next to us. Hell yeah. Um, so, okay, uh, all of that stuff, littledumdumclub.com. We also – our Patreon account uh, it continues to tick over, uh, not just for the purposes of Samui, but year-round. Um, we are blown away every uh, month by the by the donations, the people chipping in to uh, help keep the show going. We send out sweet rewards like a magazine, a bonus episode, and uh, for $2 or more, we – We're changing it. We're, Fuck that. Are we really? Yeah, let's Whoa. do it. Okay. For, well, I haven't been reading it. Yeah, yeah. I've oh, been I've been prioritizing. Scoop. scoop. I've been prioritizing the the fives and tens anyway yeah. when they come in. 
But yeah, let's let's make the 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 readout name a bit. Let's let's okay. take it to five. All right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Anyway, whatever for chipping in. Part of it is you get cyberbullied on this podcast. Yeah. So let's get into a bit of that, shall we? A few names that we have to thank off well, the Patreon well, donor we're, list. We're thanking people. Here's a list of people that this month are getting their little old names read out. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the dear people at. Thank you, Amy Hanlon. Amy. Hanlon. And Amy Hanlon is one of these people that, God bless her, has complained that her name hasn't been read That's out. right. She slid into DMs over the week and cracked the shits. Yep. And she also made a point of pointing out to me that her name is spelt the quote-unquote normal way mm. of A-M-Y. Yeah. None of this A-I, none of this lucky you're with Amy yeah, shit going which I'm well into. Yes. But no, it's uh, Amy Hanlon. Thank you, Amy. I, You know what? I think the very first crush I ever had... <laughs> Was on a girl called Amy. Right. I think you've, you feel like you may have said this before. I don't reckon I have because this is coming from the dark recesses. This is like as a very, very, very young, this is like kindergarten. Ah. Me barely knowing what girls are and going, oh, that girl. And I remember she gave me a little apple uh, keychain. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so I've been looking for Amy ever since. Have you still got the apple keychain? No, I haven't. Oh, well, but don't tell her that if you ever find her. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'll recognise her. Would you, if if Amy came back into your life, would you leave your fiancé for her? Oh, well, definitely. (laughs) 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 She's got the, she's got the other chunk of that apple. Oh, the amulet. Yeah, yeah. She's got, because I remember it was a little apple on a keychain with a little bite taken out of it. If she's got a keychain, With the bite of apple. Yeah. Well, right. then we belong together. You have to. It's like Cinderella. Like yeah. If it fits. It's like yeah. OJ. If the glove fits. Yes. You, you must. Must. Fuck it. <laughs> it meaning Amy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I still remember how hot she was at two years old. I'm sure she's only gotten better since then. First crush I remember having is on a girl called, was on a girl called Lisa. Oh. Mm. I was just, you know what, I was just thinking that today on the way to, uh, on our little road trip that, co- that goes on after this little, uh, uh-huh. a bunch of announcements, uh, we went through Ballarat mm-hmm. and I remember being in a nightclub in Ballarat in like first year uni mm-hmm. and being really drunk mm-hmm. and... Uh, the 60s, what a wild time. <laughs> <laughs> and and saying, being so drunk, I wasn't even trying to pick this girl up, but I was just saying to her, in in Spain... We would call you Linda. (laughs) (laughs) And her just grabbing me and jumping me after. I know I couldn't. Really? Yeah. It worked. Yeah. And and I didn't know whether she thought it was funny or whether she actually thought I was Spanish or something. Wow. But I was being so stupid. That's great. I always remember Linda from that. So, hey, a lesson out there. I mean, I imagine we have some, you know, Teenage listeners, maybe mm-hmm. some some people in school, just out of school, some horny American pie style teens, wondering yep. if they're ever going to bust a nut. Yep. That take that advice, <laughs> do a bad Spanish <laughs> accent, and and, and reap the rewards. What what a name for a girl, Linda. Though Linda, I'm looking forward yeah. to a Linda for for a young. And by the way, her name wasn't Linda. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> What a suitable tribute. It's great that we've got a dis... If the bit's not going anywhere, there's just an easy dismount. That's my favourite thing about these. <laughs> Thank you too, Teresa Goetz. And I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. Goetz. G-O-E-T-Z. Gertz? Gertz? Maybe Gertz. 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 Ah, well, there's she's... There's no R in it, though. She's Gert by C. Yes. And now she's... 
Uh, uh, girt by my bank account? Yeah, no, but yes, yes. <laughs> She's uh, thanks, thanks, Teresa. Um, that is a She's bound. She has boundless planes to share with us mm. of she, cash. Yeah, she go goets. Let, well, let's pronounce it goets. That's a bit easier mm. to do. She uh, thanks f- Teresa for go goetsing going at, going and going at it. Goetsing, oh, goetsing, go go goetsing, getting money. Oh fuck! I fucked it. <laughs> Well, you know what goatee is, right? I no. feel like I've mentioned goat. Goatee was this old meme, this like really, really early meme. It was like an, a photo that did the rounds on the internet of an old bloke kind of pulling his butthole apart. Oh, and it was called goatee.jpg. Right. And my, a friend of mine on Threadless, you could buy a goatee, a T-shirt that someone had designed and it was the words goatee. The word, the text goes in. It had like a hand pulling it apart, mimicking the image, and he would wear it out to nightclubs. And it's either either people go, "What's that?" and he has to go, "Oh, it's like a joke about this image of an old guy like pulling his anus apart," yep. or people know what it is and they go, "Why the fuck are you wearing this in right, public?" Right. So I think he he bought it online. You know, we're like 19, he goes out the first night like, I'm going to be the king of the nightclub. And then I think he basically got kicked out. And right. We never saw the goatee shirt again after that. <laughs> so shout out to him. Oh, there was a guy that, that oh, he wasn't a, a mate of mine. He hung out with my mates. And I, I was always a guy who, I didn't like this guy. Uh-huh. And he was a kleptomaniac as well. <laughs> yes. And he used to break into places and like he was, I've got nothing to do with this guy anymore, but he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he was you know that sort of guy that you grow up with and you just go, oh, he's in my class. I have to sort of, uh-huh. you know, hang around with him or yep. whatever. There's no other options. But this guy, you would never go within a million miles of him now. <laughs> and he was he was a kleptomaniac. He he broke. He came around to a mate's of mine house and, and broke into their safe. And everyone knew it was him, but they couldn't prove it. So he was just a guy that took all my mate's family's money. Oh, wow. Broke into like the tennis club. Wow. Broke into all this stuff. Anyway, the point of the story is... Apart from all that, the the worst thing about him was he had a shiny hat. <laughs> he had a very shiny hat. And, right. Uh, and everyone hated his shiny hat so much. So that they, they stole it off him and shoved up the exhaust of his car. And Great. He didn't, he didn't know about Racking it. Racking something off the klepto. That's like the <laughs> deadliest catch. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that man. guy sounds like a piece of shit. How is Fleety doing? Oh, yeah, uh. I went to school with Fleety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't. I can't believe that some people out there have done something that bad and then just get to walk off scot free and nothing ever gets pulled up. About totally it. amazing. Thanks, Gertz. Yeah, thanks, Gertzy. Um, thank you too, Patreon a listener. It's, it's, look, I know you don't like it when I bring this up, but this is three in a row female Patreon <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> You're correct. Yep. I don't like it when you bring <laughs> this up. <laughs> thank you too. Get, Good on you, ladies. Yes. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is it ladies' night in the little dumb yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bring a plate. Yeah, of money. With ten bucks on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Jesse Rook. Oh, Jesse's girl. Yeah. Uh, and she is not a rookie when it comes to giving us money anymore. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, Rook with a with a R-O-O-K-E. Ooh, Rook. Mm, mm. Could it be Rook? No. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> so, I, I, the way you said that, I was like, is there brackets here? No, it's not pronounced <laughs> Rook. Well, maybe it is Rook, but I don't reckon it couldn't be. That's Rookie. It's, it's, it's Rook. Uh, uh, it's like what is Brook. With, what it's like is Brook with without the B. What is with spelling? 
What is with all these bullshit spelling rules where well, they always say the English is the hardest one to to learn because mm. of all of our stupid little fucking rules. Yeah, it's true. Um any yeah, anyone else looking at that would go, sure, Rook. rook. Rookie. It's not, it's Rook. It's Jesse Rook. Well, thanks, Jesse. I can't stress that enough. Jesse, good name. Mm, great I'll, name. I'll tell you what, I mean, look, say say what you will. I'm just saying that these are phonetically nice names, but those three, Amy, Teresa, Jesse, all good-looking names. Don't you think? I – yes, okay, yeah. yeah. If you were writing a script, like a – and it was important, like a high school yep. kind of, and it's important that you have like this is the cheerleader, yep. this is the the hot popular girl. Yep. This those, is the, those kinds of names. Amy, definitely. Those kinds of names as a writer, they're in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. the queens of the prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, attractive, yeah. A, attractive names. Teresa, uh, not really? as much in that – Oh. I don't think you'd see too many high school movies where there's a cheerleader character called Teresa. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. I, maybe I'm I basing that on the, the OC. There was a character called Teresa who was like a real povo girl. Oh. And the main character's like dodgy old neighbourhood and he gets her pregnant. Okay. So I, I, that's just – that's kind of forever linked right. with that in my head. Well, I take that back, Teresa, with you. <laughs> Sorry, you were the odd one out tonight. Uh, thank you, dude. Sorry, Teresa, but hey, you shouldn't have fucked Ryan when he had a girlfriend. Yeah. You knew what you were getting into. Why won't you be more like Jesse Rook? <laughs> and on, let's break the spell. Thank you to Daniel John Smith, oh. which is undoubtedly a fake name. Yes. So this is – you reckon this is Daniel John's trying to let us know oh. that he listens to the show? Oh, well, he is a freak of nature when it comes to giving <laughs> us money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us money. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The weirdo Yankovic of podcasts. I haven't listened to any Silverchair in a while, so it's actually taking me a while to remember (laughs) any of their songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Freak. That was their best film clip as well. They yeah. had those heaters. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's you a good You remember the film clip with the yeah. heaters and they had that spirally sort of design? Yeah. That, that was my favourite thing about that song, just the look of those heaters. Mm. They looked cool. How about when Daniel Johns was like photographed in the streets recently, just mm. like off his head walking around without a shirt on? Yeah. What a cool guy. We Is should he? get him in here. He'd fit right in on this. Uh, he, you know what fascinates me about Daniel Johns, a lead singer of, uh, a knee lead singer of Silverchair is that mm-hmm. he went from Bogan to... Absolutely the other like end of the spectrum. Glam, kind of like Wanker. Yeah, yeah. Fay yeah. sort of Yeah. He went he went he went from the guy like if he had been in my high school, he went from the guy uh uh that uh, that would have bashed his six month future self. Yes in six yeah. months. Very good point. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit hard in a He was a little like, grommet. That's what he was. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I think it's I don't know what it is about this country where we don't really allow someone to try and reinvent themselves in the public eye. Yeah. Like you notice it in the States. I think it's like it's a big enough industry in whatever field you're in and there's enough going on that you can disappear for two years and come back out of the cocoon and be like different in whatever way you want. But when people do it here, we just go, nah, get fucked. We yeah. remember. Like yeah. we're not we're – not, we, we don't accept evolution in any kind of way like that. You know when he was walking around when he was off his head and stuff? Yeah. And maybe it was because whatever alcohol he had at the time was very hard to drink. <laughs> very hard to drink. 
can't. I'm not familiar with that song. So that was that was quite a trip for me. You know who I like more than Silverchair? That other band that he's in that he only did one album with, The Dissociatives. Oh yeah, with Paul Mac. That's a really good album. Yeah, right. That's my music recommendation for any listeners. Go and I listened to it recently. It's held up. It's really good. Um, he, you know what the thing is with him changing what we were talking about before is, you know what, because he was in the public eye and he did that classic thing where if you weren't famous at that time, around that time, you know that thing where you leave high school and then you leave all your mates at high school and you go to uni or, or yeah. move towns or whatever it is and then you go, yeah, I'm going to be a different person now. Yes. I was the guy that shit his pants in year 11. Yes. Now I'm going to be a beautiful unicorn. <laughs> and just compl- and that's what he's done. But we all, the rest of the world went, nah, you're a little dirty grommet, you fuckhead. I guess that is, yeah. I mean, it, people have that with just their mates. I mean, you must find that weird with the avalanches because you'd know stuff about them from growing up where it oh, must yeah. be weird to see them on stage too. at Coachella and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be weird for them. Oh man! It, and I've got a I've got a band that I know from my high school, which yep. I don't care to name because I find that stuff to be a little <laughs> bit abhorrent. It strictly speaking. Me too. Please don't bring it up. But it, one of them, they're a rock band, and one of them, it, it especially, was in all the like you know the like the orchestras and stuff, all the real nerdy music stuff that my yep. school had. And now he's there with his ripped de- jeans and his leather jackets and his long greasy hair, and it's like, yeah. nah, we know you, mate. You're fucking jacking it to bloody Stradivarius back in the day. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. you. You fucking Mozart fiddler. Oh, well, you know what? I mean, I haven't really put it on the record properly, but fucking the guys in the avalanches, I desperately want them and I've asked them a million times Mm. to be on this show and I get nothing but donuts back off them. Yeah. It's like... Before the before the album came out last year, like well before that, was always like, yeah, we'll do it once the album comes out yeah. to promote the album. Then the album comes out, nah, nah, we'll do it when some live shows are coming up. The live shows come and go, yeah, we'll do it when the next set of live shows come up. So we could, we've got something to talk about. Still can't get them, yeah, you know. And this is this this cuts in very well with the theme of today's show of us. Chasing another person from Maribor yes, to yes, do this podcast. Yes. Why won't anyone else from Maribor like talk the, to me? Sounds like the problem might be you. <laughs> A because bit. we didn't we didn't say this on the show, but I went backstage with you after one of their recent shows. And I met one of them. Yep. And just even in that little brief moment, I was like, this would be extremely good shit. Oh, yeah, totally. Because I've never met him. So I'm standing there with you and he goes, and he just looks at me and he goes, is this it? Is this him, is it? This is your little mate. Is, yeah. this, is this your little mate over here? And yeah. just starts going me and I'm like, I've, yeah. I've never met you, dude. He I don't know went, who you are. He actually started going you quite hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm like... I'm like, look, this proves that you've got the chops, but this isn't what I wanted out of this interaction. Yeah, yeah. Turn your focus slightly to my left if you could. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so I, I continue to chase, but oh, God. Fuck, it's hard work to get a mate of mine. <laughs> like, we've got heaps of people that are, you know, famous that we've never met before on yes. this thing. How come I can't get How personal? come you can get the host of Family Feud, but not the guy you went to school with? Exactly. <laughs> the guy who I'm, I've... You know, Again, I often, it's you. It's clearly you. The guy who I very often go around and, and, and drink a lot with and yeah. fuck around for hours and hours. Just why can't I set a tape running? I think he hates you. <laughs> he doesn't want to invo- be involved with me professionally. Yeah. Anyway, thanks. Um, Daniel John thanks, Smith. Thanks. <laughs> wow. That was, that was the longest we've ever gone from where we started, I think. Fuck. All wow. right. Real good. All right. And, uh, what about one more? What? Oh, you reckon one more? One more, yeah. This okay. has gone long enough. We, oh. we need to get people into this. This is a good. I reckon this is a good episode. Now, this is a different we spent, episode. We spent literally. We spent all of today recording this. Yes. Normally, we just have to set aside an hour during the week to do an episode. This was all day. It was a full-on OB outside yeah. broadcast. Yes, yes. It, it was a. It was well. It cost you know. It cost us to go there. We we drove across the state. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, so it's something different. We don't have guests on. I hope you guys in, enjoy it. Uh, it is different. Uh, hopefully it's it's different good. I think it is. I think it's good. Yeah. yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, so, all right. And hey, I think there's a pretty good outcome at the end that's going to make it worth listening to. Yeah, sure, sure. It's all, it's all, it's, an, it's, a, it's a nice journey. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not about the destination. Yeah. So, well, especially when the destination is <laughs> Maribor. Please forget about that. So, <laughs> Speaking of it not being about the destination, let's get to this final name on the Patreon list. All right. So, and again, <laughs> let's remember... It's not about what happens at the end of this. Yeah, it's about what you learn along the way. Yeah, let, just remember the good times. Sometimes, of sometimes what we learn along the way is <laughs> quit comedy. <laughs> remember the good times when we read out Amy, Teresa, Jesse's, and Daniel's name. That was a beautiful journey. It doesn't Those matter. Three beautiful women, Tim's yeah, angels. Yeah, yeah, and beautiful <laughs> Daniel as well. <laughs> And he's glam years. Um, and, you know, so let's remember that, those times instead of the destination, which is this last name. Like, let's, what a great time we've all had. All right. So thank you to – and I'm not sure whether this is male or female. It's, it's one of those names. It could be either way, okay? So thank you. To, open your eyes and look at me. Tell me <laughs> why, you, why you look so ashamed. Thank you to Sam – oh, there might be Asian actually. <laughs> Sam Uwe, it says here. Thank you to – to, to Ms. Ms. Uwe, thank you to uh, for subscribing, for giving okay. us money. Samantha Uwe. Yeah, yeah, Samantha Uwe. Yeah, well, th- that would I be have it. to say I'm – are we saying that this officially means that we're not getting any more out of the comedy family? <laughs> well, I, look, I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> maybe, their, maybe their transaction got held up or something. Yeah, yeah. I, may- I guess, you know – I've, I've been trying to put together a family tree of the comedy family. So it'd be right. nice to know at what point no more children of theirs are going to be contributing. Well, maybe some of the older members of the family haven't, you know, figured out how to work Patreon uh, yeah, yet. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of, you know, trickiness involved and whatever, but mm. maybe the, you know, Mr. Comedy, Mrs. Comedy, Master Comedy and Little Miss Comedy, <laughs> maybe that's that's all there is in the family. I don't know. I'd like to think there's a baby comedy in there or a comedy junior. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you know what? This new subscriber, Sam Uwe, I mean, mm. they, that could be a married name. That, oh, maybe. Yeah, that, interesting. They, their name might be Sam Comedy and they've just gotten married. To, to Uwe. To someone Uwe. So, who knows? Like, I, there, there was an Uwe family in Maribor, Oh, was there really? They ran the, uh, they ran the, the only Chinese oh, restaurant okay. in town, or as Here my dad go. would pronounce it, the only Chinese, Chinese yeah. restaurant in town called Peach Village, which mm. was oh, yes. the only place to go on you told special me about occasions. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. They I had like the little name. sizzling beef as it came out, which was Ooh. very exciting for Maribyrnong. There's a Chinese restaurant in Footscray that I drive past every now and then called Parrot House. Right, I like it. <laughs> I like it too. Yeah, I like anything that's called something house. Yeah, it's like it's not a house. That's yeah. a restaurant. There was a there was a there was a late departed restaurant in Kosamui called, mm-hmm. uh, not to be confused with this Patreon subscriber called Sam Ui, obviously. Mm. In the, yeah, Kosamui, the Comple- island. Yeah, yeah, completely different. Different things. Yeah, two different things. Different things are different. Um, <laughs> there was a shop called, there was a restaurant called Spirit House, which oh, I yeah. always found mm. funny. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's not a restaurant. It's a, it's a ghost shack. Spook, yeah, spook yeah. chamber. Why do you want to, yeah, spook, yeah, exactly. Spook share house. Mm. Um, I don't know why you would call a shop that, but you know what? I was proved right because it closed down. Ah, well, there you go. So we well, won't be going there on our little tour. Uh, thanks, Sam. 
Yeah, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Uwe. Mr. or Mrs. Uwe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so all that stuff, the GoFundMe, the Patreon, the T-shirts, all of the information about the Kosamui International Podcast Fest. Sorry, the Rich Young is a fucking idiot in his shit-ass YouTube channel, Guru One. Oh. Kosamui International Podcast Festival. LittleDumDumClub.com. Get into it. Try and, try and find yourself a festival with a longer name than ours. Yes. You will be fucking frustrated. Uh, guys, enjoy this very special episode. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslo, and sitting next to me in the driver's seat of this little vehicle called Friendship, it's Carl Chandler. Good day, dickhead. Um, so, people will have picked up already that this is already sounding a little bit different to how we normally do things in here at Dum Dum HQ. Oh, uh, we're on the road. Yeah, we are on the road. We're in your BMW. What kind of, do you know the model or the make of this car? Yeah, 1990-318i. Nice. If we are totally Jack Kerouacking it up. Yeah. We've hit the road uh, in in terms of, uh, you know, in search of, of dreams and most importantly, content. Yeah, we're both finally having our gap year. Is that yeah. what you'd say? <laughs> Just watching those white lines disappear under the dashboard. Yeah. Oh, it's thrilling. We're gonna we're gonna ditch this car and get in the back of a uh, train as well and just become like boxcar willies. Just. <laughs> <laughs> we got our bindles. We're going to just... This is going to be our life from now on. I'm looking forward to the complaints about how the quality of the audio of this episode isn't broadcast radio standard. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, so, you, th- so, this... What we're doing today has really only been on the table for about 24 hours. Yep. You called me yesterday in an absolute flurry about this time. And, I mean, this is all kind of your idea. So do you want to talk us through what we're doing? Sure. Now, uh, if you have listened to this show for a couple of years or especially been on social media, I guess, um, you'll know that I, Carl Chandler, come from a little town in country Victoria called Maryborough. Now, it's a population of about 8,000 people. Um, and for a while, I was sort of, sort of the most famous person to be to come out of it. <laughs> so, um, but now in the last couple of years, there has been a, a basketballer called Matthew Delavadova that has been drafted to the NBA and then eventually became an NBA champion. Yeah, his team won the finals last year. Yeah, with uh, yeah. LeBron James, mm-hmm. uh, he became a millionaire, um, and. Him being from Maryborough, of course, piqued my interest. Um, on, on hot in the heels of like Maryborough has been a bit of a hotbed of, of success lately, in a way. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about him. Uh, there's been some AFL footballers. There's you know the guys from the Avalanches. Yep. I don't know if I've mentioned that. And before. that's it. A real cavalcade of stars. Well, well, it's, it's, that's pretty good that's for a town of eight thousand people. True. Yeah. Statistically, I wonder what the smallest like the the ratio of what's the town with the best ratio of population versus famous people that have come out of it. Well, we've talked about this before, but Gunnedah, Gunnedah is this tiny, tiny town in uh, in New South Wales, mm-hmm. and I, it's it's had two supermodels. Oh, okay, right. And it's it's about eight hundred people, so and it's got Tom Gleeson as well. Oh, right, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. So, so it, three supermodels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Matthew Delavadova, NBA champion. Now, this is what I like about him. He he still comes home. Like he lives in America. He's a millionaire. He still comes back to Maribor, which is something I don't do. Well, I was going to say, based on what you just told me, he comes home more than you do. Yes. <laughs> He actually does. So in the off season, he comes back to back to our sleepy little hamlet of Maryborough, Victoria, 
Uh, anyway, so the last... Call of him to go back and visit a town which, by the sounds of it, his teammate and friend LeBron James will probably be chased out of. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, uh, last couple of years in social media, we've been trying to chase him and go... Look, I'm more interested in the fact he's from Maribor that he has an NBA ring. To be honest, yeah, you don't, you wouldn't know anything about this guy were it not for his hometown connection. You don't, you don't follow the basketball. Yeah, you're I'm really I'm a fan I'm of it. A vague interest in okay. it, but yeah, not not much. But but uh, the fact that he's from Maribor, there's something we can talk about. Um, he's the most successful and richest person, I guess, to come out of Maribor. Wow. So um, we've been hitting him up on social media. He's not a he's not a big one for it. He, he certainly hasn't been responding. We've been sending emails to his management, to yeah. um, any anyone that we think, to his sponsors, anyone we think we can get anything out of for the last couple of years. And we've only got a small window every year because he comes back here for a week or two weeks or whatever it is and he's yeah. out of there. So we've never got anything. Anyway, yesterday, thanks to the power of the listeners of Little Dum Dum Club, we have a, a, a listener in Mer- that lives in Maryborough. You got a hot tip. Exactly. Yeah, we the got spotted, spotted section. Yeah, the hotline. Spotted in the Maryborough advertiser. <laughs> uh, we, I get a hot tip. Matthew Delavadova is in town. Now, this is not in the press. Uh, this hasn't been in any form of media, but I get the message. Oh, so this is an exclusive yes. on this podcast. Yes. Fantastic. So we get the, we get the message on Twitter. Uh, I just served him. I just served him at, at the pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in town. It's definitely him because he was with his sisters. Um, so it wasn't just a lookalike or anything, unless his sisters have lookalikes yes, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which, you know, people could be that desperate in Maribor, actually, sure, just dressing yeah. up like the whole family. Or not even not even that. I, this guy could have just made this up. He's that desperate to have a reason to get in contact with Yeah, us. yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, So, anyway, we've, get, we've gotten that message, and uh, I've rang you up and thought, you know, I've sent a lot of emails out. I've got nothing. In fact... I've sent a message to the management uh-huh. of Matthew Delavadova. They come back with, sure, we'll keep it in mind the next time he comes back to Australia. They started playing it cool like he wasn't in the country. Ah, interesting. Yeah, so there's no official... Uh, I had a look through the uh, through the internet. There's no sort of official uh, news of him being in the country, especially in Maryborough. Well, so, and if... The, I mean, so we've gotten this tip-off from a listener, and if there's one thing we know about our listeners, it's that they're all rep- reputable, upstanding citizens yeah. who... Not... Don't, don't want to fuck us around or prank <laughs> us. <laughs> so why wouldn't we devote an entire day to a five-hour round trip? Oh, I mean, we had to cancel a lot of business <laughs> meetings and a lot of corporates, a lot of roadshow, yeah, yeah. so... Um, we have decided to do it. We're in the car. We are travelling to... Maryborough. Yeah. Now, we're well on our way now. Um, we're actually, we're, as we're recording this, we're about to pull into Ballarat for a bit of, oh, it's lunchtime. Yeah, we're about to pull in for lunch. Yeah. And so, you know, I guess, so we're, we're basically, we're heading to Maryborough and we're just going to follow some leads and we're hoping to track him down. Yep. And by the end of today, have an interview with him on this podcast. Yeah, that, that's the goal. I mean, it. now that we're saying it out loud, it does sound creepier than the original plan. Well, okay, let me, I'll try and put myself... Try and put yourself into his shoes. Let's say you're, you know, you're famous, you're back in town for the day. Yep. You know, two weirdos kind of turn up on your doorstep with some, with a bag full of recording equipment. Yep. And go, your mum taught me in prep. Yeah. Can we sit and talk to you for an hour? And that is... How how receptive do you think you would be to that? Well, that is a fact, just so that's on the record. His mum was my prep primary school teacher. So there is some slight connection. Yes. She has changed her name since then. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she got married. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I thought you mentioned so 
She heard you talking about her on this podcast and went, I got it. Yeah. I got to dodge this guy. That's fair. Um, so there is, there is a link. Um, I, it, it is, I know it is a bit weird because, um, our main point of reference is if we get up there, I'll be like saying, yeah, you got to talk to us. I'm from Maribara. It's like, yeah, we're in Maribara. Yeah. Everyone's from Maribara yes. here at the moment. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, look, I, I hope, you know, the main, I guess the main thing, the main hope I've got is that he's in Maribara. There will be nothing to do. Mm. But so if two strangers from out of town come in and go, can we have a talk? Surely he's that bored by now. If it's anything like I am when I go back to see my folks. Sure. 24 hours in, I'm like, what the fuck is there to do? Well, uh, so how far through have you thought this? Like, let's say we do get him. Have you at all thought about what, que- like, what questions are you going to ask? What, what do you what think? What kind of hard-hitting <laughs> journalism? How's your mum? Yeah. Um, what, has she said anything about me? Have you been down the shops today? Hey, don't look. Have you heard anything about Sunshine Johnson? Don't You've got to workshop a, this. Don't give away all this content. This could be the biggest interview of our careers. We got to. We got. We can't go in half cock. We've got to work out what we're doing what here. If, what if this is like a sixty minutes thing where we get arrested in Maribor and held in the Maribor jail cells <laughs> until we get until. Until our listeners can bail us out. Well, look, hopefully... We've got to put all the Coast of Mui fund into getting <laughs> us bailed out. This is... This, so far, this eight minutes that we've done is already more interesting than the Missing Richard Simmons podcast, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, look, I hope it pans out better than that did. Yeah. I hope there's a bigger payoff, but who knows? Look, hopefully... You know, hopefully there's enough along the way. You know, well, we, I'm, I'm excited that I finally get to see exactly. Mary Borough. I get to see your hometown. Exactly. That's... that. It's all about the journey, and that's... I'm excited that I'm getting... To show you the hometown, and here's a little sizzle for a bit, but perhaps something we'll talk about a bit later in the app. You just very offhandedly asked me if I minded if we swing past your parents' house mm. on the way back. I'm going to meet Mr. and Mrs. Chandler. This yeah. is very exciting. Yeah. Do you think they would agree to be on the podcast? Uh, I, I <laughs> they might, but I won't. <laughs> but not only that, what if I just take what I've got the gear? You go for a walk, and I'll just take no. them into a room and interview them without you there. No. No, absolutely not. Um, but you are going on the full Chandler reality tour mm. because we're going through Ballarat at the moment, which is where I spent about maybe six, seven years of my life after Maribyrnong. So. Take me to where you lost your virginity. <laughs> well, you're sitting in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sitting in it. <laughs> you got to get this thing clean. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so we've hit the main drag of... Um, this isn't the main drag of Ballarat. Of Ballarat. We're, well, we're, we're stuck in traffic. Yeah, we've oh, hit gridlock. We've hit a pedestrian crossing. There's four cars in front, three cars in front of us. Yeah, it's gridlock in Ballarat. It's, it's Friday lunchtime. What do you expect? Oh, yeah, of course. So what's the plan here? We're going to stop off, get some lunch. Uh, yeah, let's fuel up. Let's make a few more plans for Maribyrnong. We've mm. still got to... We've still got to Good drive in front of us to get to Maribyrnong. Oh, do we really? Okay, yeah, right, yeah. right. This is literally so. We're in Ballarat now. When I first brought my girlfriend to, to Ballarat on the way to Maribyrnong, she, you know, Ballarat's like, you know, a hundred thousand people sort of mm. thing. She literally thought it was going to be one of those yokel towns off the movies where there's like one corner store with a guy with one tooth hanging out of his head yeah, and that right. was it. But it's like, have a look. There's there's three or four McDonald's. There's a pancake kitchen. The have pancake a look. Pancake kitchen. Yeah. And they've got the logo. Of the lady from the pancake parlor. This is, yeah, this How is does that work? this is one of the more confusing things of Ballarat. <laughs> they have the pancake parlor, but it's not called that. It's called the pancake kitchen. So it's a bit like, is this just a rogue operation? Yeah. That they've just started off and used the same logo, but just but changed it or or thought, you know what? People from Ballarat are such fucking idiots. They don't know what a parlor is. They're mm. going to think it's a whorehouse or something. Oh, maybe. They're going to come yeah. in and try and fuck a pancake. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if we say kitchen, there's no misunderstanding. They know that there's there's cooking involved. There's a kitchen. There's going to be no one going in. What would you like a short stack? Fuck, this place is kinky. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no one waddling into the kitchen with his pants down, going, "Is there? A, is, have you got a ladle I can stick my dick on?" Or <laughs> Oh, see, this was worth getting out of the big smoke for. <laughs> oh man, banter like this. We should, oh, we should be eating at the pancake kitchen, but unfortunately, like, well, where do you reckon we eat? This is what the listeners really want to know a, about. There's a good bakery. I'm going to show okay. you where a good bakery is. Okay. There's, a, there's a drive-through bakery coming oh, up. Is yeah. that where you lost your virginity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, All right. In the car with a sausage roll. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's log off for now, and uh, yeah, you'll hear us on the other side of lunch. Hey, welcome back to the voyage to Meriburra. We're back on the road. I'm back behind the wheel. We're in country Victoria. We're going from between Ballarat and Meriburra now. It's not long now. Mm. Do you feel the anticipation I d- flooding I... all the blood flowing to your cock? <laughs> Look, I'm still um, I'm still digesting those two pies that I had at lunch. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little bit... The anticipation is being tempered by that. This is what the listeners really watch. We talk about the pies. Well, we went to a drive through bakery and we did not use it properly because we didn't drive through. We just sat yeah. down. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it. Your recommendation was pretty on point with this one. Yep. They had... Uh, I like any bakery that kind of colours outside the lines a little bit and offers you a few sort of like, you know, kind of weird... You know, options. Yep. Like we both had a bolognese pie. Yeah. What did you think of the bolognese pie? Yeah, it was nice. It was I liked nice. it. Yep. I liked it. Just mince, but a little bit more of a kick to it. Yep. I thought it was very good. I had a chicken one. Yep. Uh, which is also very good. Much better than pie face. Here's my umbrage with pie face at the moment. I don't know if this is a, a new thing, mm. but they're obviously cutting down on costs. You go to a pie face now at any time of the day. They've got all those trays where there used to be like, you know, ten of each pie. You go there now, there's lucky to be a pie there anymore. Oh, really? They go, they keep one just in case someone comes in asking for a pie. I've said this many times and I'll say it again. Pie face has always been no good. Never been a fan of it. Pies are low quality. They're, yeah, they're not, they're not very good. Um, So, yeah, that was good. You were saying that you were going to drive me past the two houses that you lived in. Oh, yeah. You then forgot to do that. Yeah. And I didn't care enough to chase it up. Yeah. It would have been, I mean, you know, it would have been interesting to see if the house was still intact. We can go on the way back. Oh, we can go on the way back. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I've got some stories about the houses I've lived in, but we're now, we're now on the road to Maribyrnong. We're in between Ballarat and uh, and Maribyrnong, and, um... It's about, oh, it's about a 45 to 50 to 55 minute drive. We just drove through Clunes, uh, yep. the town of Clunes, which I don't know if you want this on the record, but you were telling me that everyone from there is fucked. Yes. <laughs> no, that's that should be on the permanent record. Okay, Please right. uh, update the Wikipedia page of Clunes. But Clunesies, people that come from Clunes are officially fucked. I, I liked the look of the town, I will say, though. I You know what I love? You know what I've got a big heart on for? Shitty small country town motels. Yeah. I love a good shit yeah. motel. Yeah, but you drove past that. We went past a really bad motel in the daylight. Fine at night time, no good. It's scary. I love a bit of like. That's the turn off to Carrisbrook. That's we're just driving past the turn off now, which yeah. is towards my parents' house. Oh, that's, okay. Right. That's where oh, you yeah, go right. if you want to go to my parents. So now house. I'm getting an idea of how far out of the town they actually live. Yeah. How yeah. much of a bumpkin you actually are. Yes. Um, I love a bit of a small country town motel where you're getting kept awake by the fucking light from the neon sign outside filtering in through the curtains. Yeah. I love it. 
Um, that would be like there would have been a lot of crime take place in that motel we just went past. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Clunes Clunes is the home of I was just explaining to you. If you go down the main street, uh, Mad Max bits of Mad Max got yeah, filmed right. there. Um, there was bits of the Heath Ledger Ned Kelly movie. Oh, okay. There's a lot of um, ads and peace. stuff. Yes, yes. Ned Kelly is dead. You're right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he didn't die in Clunes though. But um, so yeah. It sounds likely given what you were telling me about type of person that's from there. Yeah, well, well I, I'm trying to think of like um, some some famous clunesies. There was a guy, there was a guy, there was a guy in the year below me that was mates with my mates that were, um, he's from clunes, his name was Span, <laughs> Span, S-P-A-N. Great. And so that's his name, Span, and my mate um, got punched in the face by him because he went up to him and went, how are you going? Ban and just changed his name from Span to Ban, and so he punched him in the head. How do you get that offended from changing your name from such a shit name like Span? Oh, I cannot wait to see this town. <laughs> yeah, and then well, on top on top of that, then Span also he never used to wash properly, so he'd he'd come home from school on the bus from Maribor, get to Clunes, and instead of having a shower. He'd jump in the Clark's outdoor pool out the oh, back rank. and just let chlorine take its yeah. its place upon him. Yeah, rank. I remember being that age where you need to be told that having a swim or being in the ocean isn't the same as actually bathing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I did like about our whole this whole trip was you come to my house this morning, then we get in the car, you start driving, and all of a sudden you go, so where am I going, by the way? Yeah. As if I meant to know the directions to your childhood hometown. But... <laughs> We're in your part of Melbourne, which I don't know at all. I just yeah, need okay. to know how to get out of Melbourne. Okay, fair enough. I'm on your turf. That's your hometown there. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I know. Look, now... I just think it can be, be like pitch- sonar where you'd just be able to hear, like, just your fucked sensor would kick in. All right, you know what? And you just would automatically know how to get there. You know what? I'll, I'll do that then later on. When when we finish in Maribor, I'm going to take you to my parents' house in the uh-huh. middle of nowhere. Yep. And you'll... You watch me find where the house is without there being any marking. Okay. okay. Now that's a place I can find in the dark. And every time I bring my girlfriend there, she's like, "How the fuck did you find this place?" Yeah. Right. Okay. Great. So right. We're um we're currently yeah like I said we're sort of middle of nowhere a little bit at the moment. Um, it's are, very. I will say it's very nice out here. Yeah. It's very nice, kind of. I don't know what I was expecting, but we're sort of yeah on either side of us. It's just it's we're pretty deep. flanked by gum trees. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a nice uh, the it's about what two o'clock. Uh, so there's a bit of shadow over the road. It's quite yeah. it's nice weather. Every now and then, it's a nice day. It's cold, but it's still like the sun's out. Every now and then, we kind of come up over a bit of a hill. And we get a nice kind of view of the vista out over the out off in the distance. We're on the road at the moment, which reminds me of my my mate. Um, when when I lived in Ballarat, and we were going back and forth between Maribor and Ballarat a lot. Um, my mate is uh, my mate Jimmy is diabetic, mm-hmm. and he once got back to Maribor and realised he had left all of his diabetic stuff in Ballarat mm-hmm. and he was on the verge of basically having a fit. Oh wow. And then went fuck and got in the car and and broke the record of how quick you can get from Maribor <laughs> to Ballarat. Got there in nearly under 20 minutes. <laughs> it's it's if you take your time it's an hour drive. You yeah, right. There, man. Wow. Was, I'd love to have seen someone having a fit and driving that quick. Well, so now now I'm starting to get the anticipation. Hearing about a diabetic nearly dying, nothing gets me harder. What are we doing? Why are we stopping? I've, Where are you taking me? We're, uh, we're going to go through Talbot. It's another town. Okay. All right. 
It's actually there's there's a listener of the show that lives in Tulpa. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Let's try and find him. Uh, no, he's a, he'll be at work. Oh, okay, but um, I'll bring you. It's very big of you to assume that a listener of this show has a job. <laughs> We're going through Talbot, a goldmine of history. Uh, so you, yeah, you're a f- said. When we go to Maryborough, don't call it Talbot, you fucking out of towner. What? We pronounce it Talbot. Oh, well, you're wrong. No, and I'll tell anyone. I'll tell any of these you... cunts in the main street that they're wrong. You come into the main pub and start throwing around the Talbot word, <laughs> you get the absolute piss kicked out of you. Oh, well, fuck. I hope I'm not asked to just, like, name places I've been well, on the way up here. You'll be in fucking trouble, mate. Hey, I will say, I... Based on what you've told me, but for the little bits and pieces that I've picked up from you over the years about Maryborough, I have a... I have a winter coat that is kind of like a... Um, salmon-y, pinky oh, kind of terracotta man. colour. I got Chuck up it morning. out now. Chuck it out no, in no, Talbot. This is my point. I got up, I was getting dressed, and then all of a sudden something resonated in my head where I went, yeah, better keep it a bit more muted. Yeah. I'm wearing a red beanie, which even that I thought, is this too flamboyant? You know Am what? I going to get bashed for wearing this? I think, you know what, when I was growing up, I think so. But now, mm-hmm. I think, you know... I think Maribos moved with the with the times a little bit now. It's not as, and I might be wrong, but there's a lot of the bullies that live in in Maribos yeah. now are people that are. Uh, they all know, live in Melbourne, running comedy rooms, yeah, yeah. podcasts. Yeah, um, so I'm trying to impress you by driving you through Tolbert now. But yeah, it's literally vanilla sky in this it's town. A, yeah, there's, it's a very quiet day in fucking Telbit or however the fuck you're going to say it. <laughs> And, and you're just briefly driving on the wrong side of the road here, which well, is cool. Well, there's no one anywhere, yeah. so... Yeah, what's I'm from on? the city. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> there's a post office and there's a pub, and that's pretty oh. much it. The Courthouse Hotel. Again, love a good country pub. Fuck, I wish we should go in there, but... It not, doesn't look open. Maybe in the way... Yeah, it's 1.30 it's, on a Friday. It's been rebranded. That used to be the Bull and Mouth Hotel. So oh, yeah. that's that's some pretty exciting news for Tolbert. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we can go past on the way. I'm not, as long as you don't have that fucking vest on or, or start pronouncing their... I didn't bring their, it! As long as you don't start pronouncing their town <laughs> Poofdeville or whatever you were saying before. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, so look, I will say now that we're getting closer, anticipation is starting to build because what, like... What is in your mind of how you think Maribor is going to look okay, like? Okay, so this is, you know, this is like what, six years that we've been doing this show? I mean, it feels like about 15, but yeah. it, it's... Six and I have just feels like fifteen, with the career benefits of having done it for six months. Yeah, yes. Um, I have but, to, I have just brought you through Tolbert, which is a particularly bumfuck town, yeah, which is very just cool. a, a speck on the on the barely a speck on the radar. So th- this is this is exciting because there's no turning back from this point. All this time that we've spent talking, we can about turn it, back if you like. We're, <laughs> we're fourteen kilometres away from it, but <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's there's. This is the last time I'm ever going to exist in the world, not knowing what Maryborough is like. Only having my Willy Wonka-esque view in my head of what you've told me about it. Is there any chance of you pulling a full northern exposure, <laughs> sea change, and we get hit Maryborough and you go, that's it, I don't want to go home? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect because on the one hand... You do this weird thing when you talk about Maryborough where you describe it in these real kind of like bumfuck podunk terms but then it, you know it's a bit like the n-word anytime someone else refers to it like that you're like nah yeah. you know we've got a mcdonald's yeah. now like we're pretty yeah. big yeah so i i don't I'm, i've kind of over the six years i've kind of had that to and fro in my head where i don't i like i don't know i, I really don't know what to expect in terms because you say eight thousand people but i don't know i don't know what that looks like in yeah. terms of a main sure. street like yep. Yep. i think i'm i i i think it's 
this sounds weird to say, but I think I'm expecting it to look to be nicer than I'm expecting it to right. be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Put it this way. So long-term listeners of the, the show will know of the... I mean, we haven't talked about this for years and years, actually, but Sunshine Johnson was the, the most famous crazy person of Maryborough, yeah. which I talked a lot about in the early days of Little Dum Dum Club. I, I think I'm sort of out of stories that I personally know, so I don't talk about it anymore. But I, and I'm sure I've told this story before, but we used to tell all these stories to people we knew in Ballarat and lived with in Ballarat when I went to school in Ballarat. And so the people were the same as you. They, they were like... What is this magical town of Meribah? We've got to go and check it out. Mm. And then we were literally driving there in the same way as right now, and they're going, oh, I can't wait to see this crate. And it's like, it's not Disney World for fucking idiots, by the way. It's not like people are going to be jumping out of bushes and, and, and you know, throwing things at us or whatever it is. But we literally did this. We get to the first zebra crossing in town. We stop, and Sunshine Johnson walks across it and kicks the car in the headlight. <laughs> and that's the first... Yeah. minute we'd been yeah. in Maryborough. So it's me going, just set your expectations down. But then again, dreams can come true, obviously. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, maybe we should, should we, like, put a pin in this for now? Yeah. Should we go live when we first hit yes. the town and I'll get my live reaction? Yes. So the next time, so guys, look, this is me basically signing off as you know me forever. This there's is a, <laughs> there's a before, this is like a B, BM. BM. And yeah. then afterwards is AM. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to be the same again. Or I'm DM. never going to be during Maribyrnong. Yeah, okay, yeah. there's an in-between point. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to exist in the world as Tommy Daslow that doesn't know what Meredith, uh, Meredith, Maryborough looks like. Yeah. So what's going to happen next is you're going to be like, um, like those YouTube videos, those unboxing videos. Oh yes. You're going to be unboxing Maryborough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look, it's been great, everyone, and this is this is me signing off forever. Before you tra- transition. <laughs>
part of town. So. Now, this guy over here in the overalls playing the banjo, what's his story? <laughs> well, uh, I, believe he's, I, I believe he's campaigning to be re-elected as mayor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, here so, we go. This is it, I can and see. And we've finished the main street. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a bit of activity uh, we're just heading up ahead. We're heading toward, as Nick Cody would say, the street. The street. What we call... We're not, Cody loves it when I say, I'm just going to go down the street. Yeah. And um, that's what I, I'm still referring in my head to High, high Street as the street. The sh- as he pronounces it, yeah. the street. The street. Just gone past the Highland. Is this a bowls club? Now, we will be going. That's called the Highland Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a bit of a tip-off concerning the Highland Society, so we'll be okay. doubling back there. Okay, so that's our first port of call, you reckon? Maybe, yeah. Okay. So... So what they that's the Highland Society, it's a bowls club, but it's also a place to drink. Okay. And uh, and to give you another little link into the the mind of Maribor, the Highland Society nicknamed the Violence Society. Oh here we go. Well we gotta go there. Yeah. Sue's kitchen uh, now, okay, first things first, some amazing font work going on. Yeah. Oh the the video store's video closed, shop's down. closed down. You wouldn't read about yeah. it. My pizza here's the, and Yeah, here's this, the there's three pizza places in what? Yes. What's that? Ten meters. Two of them are next door to each other. Yeah. Just frames and more. Yeah. That's great. Microblast computers. Oh, you know, yeah. You've misled me. This is this is a fucking. It's bustling. This is a bustling metropolis. Look, look at this. There's like I can see at least six people. I yeah. mean, it is lunchtime on a Friday. So. Yeah. There's a Target uh, yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. This is um. Yeah. This is we used to we used to go around to a lot of like you know country towns and stuff when I was a kid. Like my parents love. Love going around to holidaying at uh, country towns. This isn't. This is pretty standard fare so far. This is I the Bull and Mouth Hotel where there's oh, been yeah. a lot of blood spilt over is the that years. Closed down. Yeah, yeah, apparently that's all gone. See, a lot of this I haven't been here for years yeah. now, so a lot of this I don't really know about. There's a lot of changes. Um, yeah, wow. So this looks yeah very kind of narrow main street and a lot of your a lot of your chains that you don't really see in the big city like Toy World. Toy World is yeah. a chain that no longer exists uh, with their big purple bear mascot. You don't really see too many of them in the city. Yeah, KFC. A I mean, KFC. whoever sees that anymore. I mean, you now that I imagine that's a, the, the sort of a subway and a KFC across the road from each other. I've just seen. I imagine that's the sort of thing you could have only dreamed about as a young Oh, man. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? There How was much been... bigger would you be now if that had yeah. been, if you'd have to work that off? It was... We, we dreamed... There was always, like... Like, we're about to go up to a McDonald's, mm-hmm. but we dreamt about having a McDonald's, you know, back then. Like, it was... It would make... It would be a guaranteed yeah. front cover of the Miraburra Advertiser every six months or so. Like, if the circulation was coming down, they'd go, let's pull out the McDonald's rumour. You put uh, that on the cover and people go, fucking hell, McDonald's right. in Maryborough. Because we used to, everyone else would drive to Ballarat just to get a cheeseburger. Yeah, right. And now that I've done that drive, it's not, you know, it's not it's not quick. It's yeah. not close. No, it's an hour to go and get McDonald's and then people would try and bring it back to Maryborough. Yeah, right. You fucking idiots. Mer- McDonald's does not keep. Jumbo's car wash. This is, I don't know, yeah, this is nicer than what I was expecting. Yeah, you wait till um, the sun goes down. Yeah, okay. And the freaks come out. Yeah, well, it is, it's, it's not, it's quaint, it's nice. Oh, there's an, there's an electronics boutique here? I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. This Video game store? Things have changed. Um, there wasn't, yeah, how, I none mean, of that was there when I was a kid. How built up is this compared to what you had? Yeah, a lot more. A lot more than what it was. We, we literally didn't have any chains, I don't think, back when I was growing up. How, I just saw a sign pointing towards Castlemaine. How far away is Castlemaine from here? Half an hour. Okay, right. Yeah. So here's McDonald's. I've, I've, I've never been to McDonald's. Like, 
Mirabara McDonald's, which is uh, you're actually pulling into it for some. Are you, uh, you going to go in? Where should we go? We'll go. Oh, is this? Oh, here we go. So Mark Twain Drive. Now that is a train station. Yeah. Yeah, I see what the great man was talking about. Yeah. This is a train. Yeah. Okay. I thought the main street was nice. Compared to the train station, it's a pile of shit. Yeah, totally. Fuck it and fuck you. <laughs> Burn everything down apart from the train station. Yeah, wow, that's epic. Yeah. That is a huge train station. For a shithole, it's yeah. a big train station. Okay, so, well, yeah, look, it's 1.30 in the afternoon. We we know that we are now occupying the same, you know, suburb, town as Matthew Della Vadova. <laughs> Um, Let's. Um, it's not lunchtime. I mean, we really should have gotten down here a bit earlier. We maybe could have done a lap of the shops, seen if he was at Subway or KFC or, you know, getting a Chinese meal or something. Well, but maybe maybe let's hit one of the shops first and um, and see if we can we can get on the trail. Okay, so we okay we're gonna. You want to do a lap of the main street? Yeah. Or should we start with our tip off at the uh, at the violence club? Well, let's let's go to the street first. I reckon. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Let's check in from down the street. here on the main drag um, we've done a lap of the shops so far uneventful no sightings and not only that I've realised that I don't even really know what Matthew Delavadova looks like so <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking out for so much look, like look let me let me assure you the freaks we've seen so far we have not seen okay well much like the navigation I think you're going to have to take the reins on this one um but so we, you know, we're just walking up and down the shops, trying to work out just, what our first port. We, we just, do just so you know, none of the none of the old women in wheelchairs or the bloke in the cooter lines, one striped target tracksuit pants, none of them are NBA players so far. <laughs> by the way, what about this guy dribbling a basketball? Is that him? Um, oh, that could be anyone. So we've got our tip at the uh, what, what is it actually called? The the. Vi- the Violence Society. Yeah, well, what's it actually called? The Highland Society. Society. Okay, yeah. so we've got our tip down there where he was sighted yesterday. We're on our way up there, on the way. But we've just seen a sports mart. Now, that seems like an obvious first port of call. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe he yeah, you know, I mean, maybe if, he left his his basketball back in the States Yeah. and he needed a quick one, you know? If, if you were, you know, if someone was looking for Tommy Daslow <laughs> and they went past the, the comedy mart, yeah. that would be the first place <laughs> to go and yes, look. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'd be in there because I'm the owner and CEO. Yeah, and because, you know, you were out of town you've, and you left your, your jokes at home, so you went <laughs> yes, in, you've I nipped into in. the comedy mart. Yeah. Um, all right, so should we, right. yeah, should we just go in? Let's, let's try and let's, see. Uh, surely that, and surely even if he hasn't been in there, you'd think you run this place, you've got a vested interest. Yeah. in that sort of exactly, stuff. So exactly. you'd know, you'd have heard the rumours. Yep. All right, All well, right. let's go check in. Okay. Okay, we're here at Sports Power in Maryborough with, uh, what was your name? Mike. Mike. Yeah. Um, so we thought... You've already be... insulted the locals by getting the name of his shop wrong. Well, I was hoping to cut that out, but anyway... <laughs> Uh, so we're trying to track down Della Vadova. We thought maybe he's been in here. It's a sports store. Maybe he's needed a, a water bottle or a basketball. At the very, at the very least, you, you'd have to be a font of knowledge of sports-related stuff here. So I mean, you'd have you'd have felt it in your waters when when an NBA winner comes into town. Surely you're you're the first person to know about this stuff, Mike. Well, I did hear he was in town, but I haven't actually seen him. 
But the closest we've got is probably a signed basketball or a signed jersey. Oh, oh right. really? Well, and where did you get those? Did he, like, when he won or something, he sent them over? No, the last time he was in town, he conducted a clinic and we had some articles we sent him up and he signed them for us. Oh, right, right. Awesome. Right. How much do you want for them? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're actually the Cavs ones, so, oh, well, it's his um, championship jersey, so I suppose it will be worth a bit. Oh, yeah, nice. Right. Great. Nice. That's probably the most valuable thing in Maribor, I reckon. <laughs> in the store, yeah. yeah. In no, in the whole town. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That yeah. thing could probably run for mayor and it'd probably get in. <laughs> so if we were trying to track him down, we've, we've come down here for the day to try and find him, where yep. would you suggest we, if you know he hasn't been in here, where would you suggest we try? Uh, well, he's got relatives that uh, his father owns a real estate agency, so okay. probably a chance to meet up with him there. Um, well, if he, runs real, yeah, if he runs real estate, he'd probably know where he lives then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could be up having a shoot up at the stadium, but uh, who would know? Oh, yeah, the basketball stadium. Of course, I didn't even think about that. And, and also, it's named after him. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, if we do find him, is there anything you'd like us to pass on? Do you want uh, more signed memorabilia yeah, for the store? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Get him down to sign, a few, sign a few Sharons down here yeah. as well while he's at it. Okay, so two big leads there, which I dare say... You're a bit of a fucking idiot for not already being aware of. How do you respond to these allegations? No, to be honest, I do know about the real estate, and I had that up my sleeve. Oh, right. You got. If I'm going to be co-detective with you on this, you got to bring me in on any hot leads that you get. Like, like having at the back of your head that there's a basketball stadium, even even just without it being named after him, the fact that there's one here. You can't blame me for not thinking of the Matthew Delvedova basketball stadium. All right, well, you let me know who I can blame because I would love to start pointing some fingers. Jesus Christ. Well, look, that guy was, uh, you know, very helpful. Like I said, he shouldn't have needed to be, but... You know, I felt like we were coming in here starting at zero. Turns out we came in here starting at negative two, and he's just brought us up two points to be at base level. True dumb cunt detective. <laughs> Season three. You know what I've noticed so far about Miribar, when we were just talking about this, a lot of closed-down pubs, which yeah. seems bizarre that that would ever happen in a small country town. Like I know. That should be just the bedrock of the, of yeah, the city. totally. I mean, what are they? they're not downloading their beers. Where are they drinking? <laughs> Is there some Netflix of beer that they're just trying out in the rural areas to get it ready before they unleash it on the city? Um, uh, all right, so where, where to now? I, I think it's time to check in at the, at the Violence the violent Society. society. Yeah, right, and, right. and see at the how very, this goes. At the very least, have your first Maribara beer. <laughs> yes, true. And at the very least, maybe uh, maybe this guy can give us some piece of information that we wouldn't have gotten anywhere else, like yeah. like reminding you that you're related to him in some way. <laughs> maybe he can he can tell us tell us who my mum and dad is. <laughs> so we're here uh, in the Violent Society, and there's a few group of old ladies across from us doing little Irish jigs. Yep. So let me say, I can certainly see why it's got the nickname of the violence. It's like very much living up to it at the moment. Yeah, this is this is pretty much a reenactment of my teenage years, just <laughs> watching these pensioners, uh, and all female pensioners that mm-hmm. clearly don't have a 
a guy that wants to dance with them, so oh. they're, they're just... No, I'm just saying, this. it's literally not happening, they're all just... It's nice, I'm enjoying watching it. It's so we... sort of, it's a, I've been watching a lot of episodes of Twin Peaks lately, and it's sort of... <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm watching another one or not. It is, it is a bit like that, because there's TVs all around the place, and they're all in the test pattern at yeah. the moment. Um, so we came in here, and one of the first things we see on the way in is that this venue... You know, we were talking about, like, oh, you know, could we ever do a podcast in a venue this size in Maryborough? This venue is about to play host to the Faulty Towers dining experience. I mean, we are on hallowed grounds right now. Just wow. think, in a month's time, a fake Basil and Manuel are going to be fucking tripping over their shoelaces in this very room. It's exciting. I, I reckon they could get the, the little Dum Dum Club dining experience in here as well. <laughs> Um, Just people trying to eat and then being crowd surfed on, being called a cunt by the waiter. Yeah. So we got, but it's not us. It's people pretending yeah, to be us. Yeah. So um, hopefully the same actors. Like Matt, the Manuel <laughs> oh, guy can play you. Right. So we got um, we went and got a. We, we we're each having a beer. Um, we both got told to take our hats off. So I've been very triggered by being in here. Um, we got told that it's because it's a, a club. It's not a pub, and not a pub. A club rules. Which I will say, the only other time I've been told to take my hat off in a is at Clocks in that shit bar in oh, yeah. Flinders Street Station yep. I went in there as a joke and I you had to sign in yep. and they said can you take your hat off and I said why and they said so that if you commit a crime and like bash someone that we can see your face on oh. camera so so that's why so that's my only other experience that's why of, it's like guilty until proven innocent like I just love that you you are going to bash someone <laughs> so that when you do we need to be able to find you so this is just, we've been told to take our hat off just so we don't go over and absolutely king hit these old women who are dancing that's why yes. it's for their security for punish them for cultural appropriation <laughs> um so yeah we're sitting here we've been told that the guy who tipped you off yeah now is... we're here for the red hot tip the the manager of the violent society is in his office and we've just bought a beer and i have to say it's my first beer since the drunk ass it is mm-hmm. exactly 20 days since i've had a beer mm-hmm. so uh, I figured I had to have one just uh, for some reason just being in Maribor makes me want to drink yeah. so just to fit in with all the other absolute rat bag pieces of shit that live here and so this so this club that we're in now this is apparently this is apparently where he came this is where yes. Gilla Dover was yes. yesterday with both of his sisters a couple of days ago with, with his dropping sisters dropping them off at the Irish jig club <laughs> and moseying on out of here just while they're dancing, Delavadova just slam dunking over the top of them. Yeah. Slam dunking the pokies. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we so we're gonna we've been told that uh, our tip off is in his office. We're gonna go accost him and we're gonna try and get to the bottom of what happened in here yesterday. Yep. All right, we're here at the Highland Society with Malcolm who's the person who sent us the hot tip. The manager here. The manager here. Uh, so talk us through it. What happened yesterday? And, and first of all, can you confirm the, the, the rumours that this is nicknamed the Violent Society? No, 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 not the Violent Society. We've got way too old clientele for that one. But right, right. yeah, so yes, so we had this uh, strange call come in from someone um, with a... Her name was Vinko, I think it was, and... Uh, Vinko? Oh, give me a second. Uh, sorry, it's fine. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Speculation's fine. Speculation. Well, anyway, um, yeah, asking to play bowls. I rang our bowls secretary, see if we could get these three people out there. Next thing you know, at the front counter, we've got Maddie Dolliver-Dover here with his two sisters. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Slam, st- slam dunking the bowls and just ruining the fuck out of your lawn? <laughs> uh, not, not this time, but, um, yeah, we kept it pretty quiet, so we didn't want everyone jumping all over him, but as yeah. soon as I... 
he walked out the door straight on the Twitter and let you boys know yeah. what was going on yeah. and you know that he was definitely in town. Oh, there's people ringing up now for either about me or about us. <laughs> oh, well, he's calling to make away. another booking. He had such a good time yesterday. He wants back yeah, in. Yeah, no, look, you know, we've got great bowl screens here, boys. So, yeah, yeah no, it's an all in- NBA standard. NBA standard bowl screens at the end of the day. So, yeah. So, you, you dropped us. Should you a... be doing your job and answering the phone? <laughs> I probably should be. Jeez, <laughs> Yeah, so there was even a bit of subjection around the club here, whether it was him. I had my operations manager, Jay, telling me it wasn't because he wasn't tall enough. But I sent out our um, bistro manager, Nick, and he came back and fully confirmed. Oh, well, confirmed. Once, the, once yeah. the bistro manager confirms yeah. oh, no, him, you know, well, Nick, Nick was all over it at he, the end of the day. Would you say so. he's the Wikipedia of the Violent Society? Oh, well, I dare say so. He's <laughs> a bit more of a local than I am. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he seems to know everybody and everything. So, yeah. So you didn't get any indicators from his behaviour yesterday about where he might be today, what he might be no, doing No, no, not at all. Like, all he didn't I could, say same time tomorrow. All I could say is I think that his old man runs the professionals in town. So, uh, right, right. Professionals, yeah. okay. Yeah, the real estate agent. Mean, Right, right, because yeah, no, no, like he's, like... he's the madam <laughs> of a brothel. No, yeah. no, nothing like that. So, yeah, so maybe that might be the next place to sort of yeah, go yeah. down and ask for... Um, Would you almost say there? location, location, location? Very much so, yeah, if you've right. got that real estate type of brain, which yeah. I definitely don't. That's what right. I'm working So here. that's the next, so the, yeah, that's the next place you reckon we should go check out? Yes, yeah, for sure. For okay. Sure. I'd go down and see if you can it's, see Mark Delvedo. It's frustrating that we've come down here based on your recommendation, and the least you could have do is, you know, somehow, like, imprisoned him here or something for 24 <laughs> hours for us. Well, you know, look, we have tried that in the past, and it hasn't gone down that well. <laughs> so, uh, A lot of places yeah. in Maribor have tried yes, that, <laughs> Okay, so we, we love a good anti-ad on this show, and are we going on record and saying, professionals real estate in Maryborough, get fucked. No, well, look, look, the, the trail has led to the professionals real estate company in Maryborough, and that's where Matthew's dad mm-hmm. has now taken over, so we thought, right, all, all the roads lead to Rome, as it were, we went in there. The old man wasn't there. He wasn't wasn't working today. We we talked to a guy who we thought was the boss, the next boss in there. We explained. We said to him, "Look, we're we're looking for Matthew. We're, we're, you can you can say no comment. You can say whatever you like. You can give us any sort of clue as to where to go. Um, absolutely not. Would, would not, not. Would not do it. Would not go on the record." Which says to me, he is. They are fucking running scared. They know that we're on the case. He's covering. Yeah. Like I reckon he's out the back. Yeah. He's probably there was a actually there was a blonde receptionist on the on the desk. I think that was fucking Deli in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is a massive cover up operation going. Something something about that didn't feel right. Fuck. The, he the fact that he wouldn't like he said, oh I don't know, the old man isn't here today. He you know he's more of a consultant role now. Uh, you'd have he, to talk he, to him. And we were saying, just say this, just just say yeah. exactly this on the on the on the recorder for ten seconds. Wouldn't even do that. No. Professional cunt, more like. It. <laughs> well, look, that guy that we talked to then was in the throes of handing over the business to yeah. the Delavadova. So no, well, well, fuck him, fuck the business, <laughs> no. fuck this town and everyone that's ever lived here. <laughs> fuck you and your fucking shit car. <laughs> He's look. He's on the way out. He don't give a shit. He's not interested in in any potential new customer. He's on. He he could not give a fuck. He's probably trying to give houses away for five bucks. This is his last day in the job. The Delavadovas are the ones taking over. So they're they're the ones that we 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 
unfortunately you're not there to talk to and th- and this is I mean you know it should be said that what we're doing today it's it's extremely it's gonzo podcasting where we've yeah. just thrown ourselves right into the mix of it but this is new for us you know if we were more experienced I mean if we were like a John Safran or a Louis Theroux we wouldn't be taking no for an answer from some old <laughs> real estate cunt we'd be barging back there and go and show it give us the old man's phone number get us his contact you know we'd be we'd be a bit I don't have it in me to be that kind of you know that pushy yeah, now. So, so, we're pulling up here at the... This is our last... This is the throw of the dice. This is where the lead... This, this is where our leads end. Basketball-wise, this, this is this is the half-court shot, uh-huh. really. Yeah, we've the just, buzzer we, has sounded and we've just launched one from half-court. Yeah, uh, underarm. What we've just turned into is the Maribyrnong Sports Leisure Centre, proudly proclaiming on the sign, the home of Matthew <laughs> Delavidova. We found where he lives! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he lives on the three-point line. Yeah. So we are now driving into the, the leisure centre, the bas- the big indoor basketball court uh, in Maryborough. So at the moment, um, this is... I mean, if you're an NBA basketball, surely you'd be, you'd be, you know, keeping in touch. You'd be... Um, keeping f- it... Yeah, keeping your few, skills up. Yeah, yeah. You can't just go to Maryborough and give up and then go back and, and, and still, still think that you're going to beat... Muggsy Bogues and Larry Bird one on one, you know, <laughs> and Elmer Fudd and the Monsters <laughs> the when Tassie they come Devil. up here. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is it. We've pulled up. We are going in. Oh, we... it, that just reminds me of something. If they were going to make an All Star Meribara uh, Space Jam, yeah, I reckon I'd nearly make the team. You'd be like the Newman character in Space Jam. Oh yeah, or the Bill Murray character. No Newman. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going in. This is it. We just have to hope and pray that he's not in here. We have not thought through a contingency plan. Uh, the, the, us having wasted a whole day hinges on us finding that guy in there. Again, I, I do not know what he looks like, so I'm, I'm going to have to just read your facial cues and hope. Well, there is a there is an orange barina parked out the front, which I presume is his. So, <laughs> All right, we'll see you in there, guys. We're here at the Maryborough Sports Leisure Centre with Dale. Uh, what's your role here, Dale? Um, I'm a lifeguard and I work at customer service. Okay, oh, great. a lifeguard? Oh, yeah, because you've got the pool here. You're not a lifeguard in the basketball court. That makes sense. All right. <laughs> um, so we're here. Look, this is the last resort. We've been looking around town for Matthew Delavadova, and we figure, why not go to the place with his name out the front? Like this, hmm. the, the sign out the front says the home of Matthew Delavadova. So which room is he in? Which room? If this is his home, surely he's here. Oh, you'd think it'd be in the basketball court. You'd think so. <laughs> yeah. But we just looked in and there's, there's no lights on. Is it not on? Is not that part of a cover? He goes in there and you turn the lights off so, <laughs> the light so I can see that he's in there. Yeah, exactly. That's him yeah. testing his skills, doing yeah. like a night round. Yeah. Oh, man, yep. that's, that's an excellent idea. I don't know why more people don't take their cues from Maribor. Yes. Know. So have you heard the rumours that he's... Because this is why we've driven up here is because we heard a rumour that he's in town at the moment. Have you heard any of these rumours going around? No, I haven't actually. Right. Oh, well, he got spotted is, uh, in at the Highland Society yesterday. Yep. We've been down there. He's uh, been to the bowls club. You think he'd be to his stadium, to his basketball club? Yes. Um, no, you, I haven't you, seen him. Are you part of the cover-up? Is this what's going on? Oh, you, oh I can't say too been, much. <laughs> have you been paid off by Big Delavidova? Have you been here when he's been in? I've seen him around, yes. Right. Um yeah, when he came in and talked to all the kids, said he was here. Uh-huh. Um, did basketball form, showed them all about basketball and that. Oh. But he never just like pops in for a swim in the pool. No. Okay. Pops in to have a just to shine the, the the plaque with his name on or anything like that, just to make sure you haven't quickly changed it to someone else from Maribor's name, <laughs> like say Carl Chandler. He does a podcast. 
No, sorry. No, okay, no. right. Yeah. I gotta say, if I had a centre that had my name on it, I'd be coming in, taking stuff out of the canteen. I'd yeah. be taking stuff. I'd be taking advantage a little bit more. Yeah, come and get you to wash his car, stuff like that. <laughs> like, yeah. So, do you have any ideas? We the trail's gone cold. This was our last port of call to try and track him down and we, get him on our we, podcast. We went to his dad's real estate company. They basically threw us out. Yeah. they would not talk to us. So, okay. have you got any anywhere you would any leads? Anything you can think of? Do you have his home address? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, Zoe. And uh, follow-up question. I know question. one of his friends. Oh, You know one yeah. of his friends? Yes, yeah, Sally um, works here. Oh, what's her f- Give oh. her phone number out on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. <laughs> so, Sally, Sally's the friend. Is, is Sally here today? No. Oh, nah, okay. sorry about that. And final question. How come your name tag says Matthew and it's crossed out and has Dale written on <laughs> top in text? Oh, <laughs> yep, sorry, no. Stop dunking is, for one second and answer. This is like yeah. the end of Scooby Doo. We're going to pull this guy's head off and it's a mask. <laughs> and Della Vadova was underneath the whole time. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for your help, Dale. It's a shame we couldn't get more of a, a prosperous result here. Yeah. But yeah, thanks very much for your help. But I hope, you know, I hope for your sake you saved someone's life today. I mean, I hope you've been more useful to someone else than you have been to us. Yes. Oh, uh, not really, but it'll try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as you've just heard, we didn't manage to find Matthew Delavadova at the uh, at the Sports and Aquatic Centre and Leisure Centre. At his home. At his home. He ground. was not home. We've just had to settle for meeting a guy who's friends with a friend of Delavadova. <laughs> which, to be fair, maybe that's all we deserve. You well, know, that's he's more doing than... interviews with the big media outlets. We know our place on the pecking order. You know what? I'll take that. That's, you know? that's more than I thought we'd get. <laughs> so now. Well, we're, you know, we're, look, we've been defeated. We're on our way home. Uh, we're heading back to Melbourne via your parents' house. I mean, no offence, there's a part of me hoping that Della Vadova's been rooting your mum and that we spring him <laughs> hiding in a hiding in a, in a, in a cupboard or something. Yeah. I'll do some poking around. I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that desperate now. People are just walking along the side of the street and I'm tempted to pull over and go... Have you seen him? I know, I'm still... There's part of me that very naively still thinks that maybe we're going to get some kind of, like, fairy tale moment here. And you know what? Like, we'll get rear-ended by a car or something and it's him drop. You know what I mean? Like, I just want there to be some kind of, you know, perfect perfect outcome to this whole thing. But, um, but yeah, look, you know, we're... I'm I'm excited now to... You know, I don't... I, I don't know really anything about basketball. I don't know... I didn't even know until I just saw pictures of him stuck up in the leisure centre what Matthew Delavadova even looks like. <laughs> but what I what I do know in great detail is I, I, I'm a big enthusiast of the spawn of Mr. and Mrs. Chandler. So in many ways, even if we had met Delavadova, this would be more exciting to yeah. meet meeting your mum and dad. Don't get too excited. And getting to see where it all began. <laughs> Alright, so again, this is this is a day of firsts for me. When you hear me again, you, you'll be hearing a different Tommy Dasselow. <laughs> Well, we are officially out of Maryborough. We have just left my parents' home in sunny Charlotte Plains, mm-hmm. as it's officially called. I was too scared, so I didn't go in and meet them. I stayed in the car for the whole time. <laughs> uh, no, I met your parents. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm. I We had a good half-hour chat yeah. uh, with your mum. Yeah. Had a good 15 seconds with your dad out the front. He did not <laughs> seem very interested in engaging with anyone from the outside world. Um, 
Yeah, I actually got some uh, Koh Samui recommendations from your mum yes. for what to go and do and eat there. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we thought we might get some kind of, um, you know, we, like we were hoping for a last minute, you know, Deliver Dover, just Bol- walk and put through the backyard yeah, or something. Bolt of lightning, but um, yeah, they, they uh, yeah, maybe I should have called on them first they usually know a bit of that sort of stuff but yeah they they are aware that he was in the town unlike the management they didn't confirm that he was in town but he is yeah your parents were a better source than anyone else yeah. like your parents told us some uh which we probably shouldn't repeat but some uh private personal family details about the <laughs> deliver dovers which we which we could have used to our advantage yeah but yeah. then we i thought we were going to get a sort of a, a de facto kind of end to this episode where you showed me your old bedroom and you showed me the filing cabinet that we've talked about on the show before that you that you bought in order to house all your collection of Mad magazines. Yes. And that you then lost the key for. Yes. Which is now down the bottom of a river or something. Of a, a swimming spot called Barry's Hole. Yes. Yeah. So that so you go there. Oh, there's the um. You know, you go there's the filing cabinet, and it's hilarious to me that the filing cabinet is still taking up prime real estate within the main house. Yeah, yeah. Not relegated to the shed or anything like no, that. No, no, no. Well, who's going to carry it? It's a filing cabinet full of. Oh, it's full. Books. Okay, right. It's at the moment it's being used as a very tall perch for a little stuffed dog or yes, something. Yes, for a teddy um, bear. So yeah, so you point that out, and I go, oh yeah, the filing cabinet that you can't get into. All of a sudden, your mum turns around and goes, oh, I found the key the other day. And I get very excited because we yeah, talked about this. Because mum's mum's been swimming at the bottom of Barry's <laughs> hole lately. Well, we know where she's got a key from. Well, that. we've talked about this, you know, for, for multiple times over the years. It might be one of the earliest things that came up on the podcast. I thought, well, this is some kind of closure. We finally yeah. cracked this vault of Mad magazines. Yeah. I can sit here and read them on the drive home. Uh-huh. Like that. That's that's something we've gotten something out of this. That wouldn't be happening, by the way. But yeah. What do you mean? Well, they're in plastic bags. I'm not gonna. They're not gonna be locked up for 20 years, and then I'm just gonna let you fucking oh, okay. dribble well, all over again, them on the this, way home. This would have been content. <laughs> I do have jam all over my fingers right now from the little donut I just ate. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. But then it was. But then you know, when when your mum was you know called on to actually find this key, it was all of a sudden it was a different story. It yeah. was not as easy to locate as she as she made out. Yeah. It was be. But that was exciting for a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you did you did come out onto the farm because that's where mum and dad live out on a, on a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, your your parents have a dog that has the same name as my ex-girlfriend. I know! She's back. <laughs> <laughs> I can see... Um, Very triggered by that. First well, the hat thing and now this. Maybe, maybe you should have taken a tip from mum and dad put a chain on her. So. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm saying that it's still there. <laughs> I, love, I love your defence. No, all I'm saying is <laughs> you should have chained up your ex-girlfriend. That's all I'm well, saying. She's still there is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yeah. My mum and dad aren't saying she'll be back. They're saying she's right there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we did all that. Um, yeah, you know what? We didn't get a good result, but a fun day. I'm glad I finally got to see Maryborough. Yeah. I, I, you know... Meeting people's parents is interesting. Like it, it, you know, it provides a couple of little clues. To yeah, the, yeah, sure. It's a few more pieces to the puzzle. Sure. That I'm gradually trying to work out. Sure. We've just um, we've just gone through Castlemaine. We're now on our way back to Melbourne, um, all in one day, and uh, we just we've just been through Castlemaine, which reminded me of um, when I was living in Maribor. We I did me and some mates went and played for Castlemaine Soccer Club a couple of times, or trained with them, and uh, there there's a prison in Castlemaine. Mm. And it meant that they were basically a prison site and we had to go and 
train with prisoners every week. Right. Which was sort of weird to be kicking people and going, oh, yeah, you've probably killed someone for and less you, than And this. you've taken that mentality of the prisoners and transplanted that onto your indoor soccer team that you now play with now. Totally. You I'm, behave like a bunch of hooligans on that court. I'm the warden, yeah. <laughs> um, and I did I did remember training with them and going and being sort of scared of them and going, oh, God, these, what have these guys done? And then seeing a guy look at me and whilst jogging and like look the other way be looking at me and then he ran headfirst into a goalpost. <laughs> by the way you mimed jogging just then and took both of your hands off yeah. the steering wheel the car started hey. swerving all over the road i'm in the country this is country rules um so how did you feel going back to because uh, you haven't been back there for a while i feel like was it a bit of did it did it sort of take you back to feeling like a teenager again uh, a little bit a because little bit i will say when we walked into the sports mart yeah we we went in there and i kind of a I kind of figured, well, you know the lay of the land here. You know how these people operate. You'll you'll take the reins here. We went in and you were very sheepish. There was a man standing there behind the counter. And we were both just kind of looking at the wall of shoes for about a good two minutes. And I was like, how long are we going to stand here pretending that we have any interest in these shoes? Just two men in this shop in the middle of the day. You know what? And it wasn't until he went, can I help you? And then you launch into the whole spiel. And then you go, oh, I'm... um." I'm Carl. I'm one of the Chandlers, and he goes, "Yeah, I remember you," <laughs> which I, which, which I loved. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like it, you've told me that it's like that, but it is. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy to be in the middle of it, like a, a, a town, town where, yeah, small town, same families for generations. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Like I'm not used to that. Yeah. And you know what else? What I had a bit of was the guilt of because I've been brought up living in shops because mum and dad always owned shops, and so you live in jobs. I've always had this guilt in me of going into a shop and I and because we were going in there not planning on buying anything but just asking this guy yes. to be part of our little shit fest yeah. I'm going in there knowing he's, he's looking at us going oh maybe there's a couple of pairs of sneakers in these guys <laughs> we're just in there going can you talk into our fake radio show we're just being dickheads and we're going to waste your time is that oh, cool so is that why you were staring at the wall of shoes I thought you were nervously trying to kill time but you were just find, trying to find the cheapest pair so that you could still get out of there with buying something <laughs> I do find I do always find my, I find it quite weird to walk out of a shop without buying something because I feel like apologising to people going I'm sorry for wasting your time you're supposed to come into a shop buy something and get the fuck out well we walked past a local newsagent and they had a sweet little gollywog display in the front window yes. sorry to the Maryborough Tourism Board for yes. outing you for that but that is still the gollywog is alive and well in the heart of Maryborough yeah interestingly enough perched up on a display in the front window but then we went in there to have a look for them and you can't they're not anywhere in the actual shop yeah. I think they just exist as some kind of, like, decoration in the front window. Yeah, that is a weird thing to not even... To just... The job of it is to just make the business look bad. You yeah. can't actually make yeah. any money off it. Just to weed out... Just to make sure there's only true believers in there. Yeah. Just to weed out anyone who's a little bit, you know, it's, a little bit too PC. It's exactly for you. It's for a visitor to come past and go, oh, this is this sort of town. Oh, so right. that's the biggest tourist trap in town. Yeah. The gollywog display in the newsagent's window. This is a bit of a sign to you, to so you know what you're getting into when you muck around in Maribyrnong. You're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, exactly. So then... Well, what about this? Because one of the big things that I know about you with Maryborough is you and your friends, you and your jackass mates sitting sitting out the front of the shops, yep. you know, hanging shit on people that walk past. Yep. And did you notice this? We went into a bakery, and when we came out, there was a group of a group of young ruffians sitting out the front. Yep. And a part of me went, I reckon that's the new generation Chandler and his mates. 
<laughs> did, you, did any of that resonate with you? Uh, did you notice that at all? Yeah, a little bit because that. Well, funnily enough, I heard a few snide remarks under their breath that right. made me think it's, this tradition is alive and well in this town. Well, that's funny because you know what? The where they were sitting was actually outside the business of one of my good mates from Maryborough who we would do that with. Ah. So that's they're now sitting at the front of his business. Right, so it's all come full circle. Yeah, right. Exactly, interesting, exactly. interesting. Yeah, so um, but hey look, um, so that's that's Maryborough. We we didn't quite get to the bottom of the mystery, but you know what? Given that we've done this, it's out there that we're that interested in talking to, to Matthew Delavadova. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this gets back to him, we get some sort of window uh, with him before he goes back to the States. Um, that would be ideal. Yeah, retweet um, this episode, tag him in it. Yeah. Um, we, we want him to hear this. We want him to hear two freaks driving around a, a, a we, block of the city for a whole day. Yeah, we want more. We just we don't even want to talk basketball with him. We just want to talk Mirabarah fan fiction. Yes. You know, he's the, he's the, he's the mayor of Mirabarah. Um We just want to talk, talk, you know, tiny towns with him, really. I feel like, was there a bit of... Um, was there a bit of an ulterior motive here of you, because we're two and a half weeks away from going to Koh Samui, was part of your aim here to take me to somewhere like Maryborough just to make Koh Samui seem even better? <laughs> Is that what this was, a bit of a palate cleanser before the Koh Samui podcast festival? It's, it's all part of the Chandler reality tour. You're, <laughs> you're going to see, you're going to know what it's like to be me in the next <laughs> month. <laughs> so, oh wait, you told me... You said you had something good to say about the pizza place. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So Strap in, listeners. <laughs> we went past a place called, um, that used to be, do you know the chain Pinky's Pizza? Did that get to Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pinky's Pizza. Were they the square ones? Oh, no, I think that's Eagle. No, Pinky's was the square ones. No, no, they weren't. Oh, yeah, maybe, that, maybe I'm thinking Eagle Boys. They just had a big pig as a logo. Yeah, we had Pinky's. Yeah, yeah, yeah Pinky's, right. So there was always Pinky's Pizza there, right? We went past Pinky's Pizza but Pinky's Pizza wasn't there anymore. They'd just done this very weird rebranding where clearly they didn't have the rights to be Pinky's Pizza anymore. And if you looked at it, it said Pinky's Pizza, but just above it, it said Old. Yes. So now it's called Old Pinky's Pizza. Yeah. So no longer affiliated with Pinky's Pizza. It's just Old Pinky's and Pizza. That's a great start to your business where you can't even be fucked to get an entirely new sign and logo in. Yeah. You're just writing three letters above the old Yeah. One. Um, and putting old, like, yeah, this is not that good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I, By the way, you know what I found funny? You offhandedly to your mum, you mentioned Milan, and she just knew who that was. Yeah. It's very funny to me that you've given your mum the whole backstory of Milan. Well, you know, there's a lot of times where I've been drunk and hung over talking to her, and, and she's going, what what happened? And I'm like, well, I have to explain about this mysterious... Oh, yeah, dear you, in the middle of last year. Look, I know I'm 40, unmarried, no kids, but it's cool. I have this friend who takes me out and buys me shots every night of the week. He's got a puff of vine in the city, Mum. He's got a puff of vest. You understand. (laughs) Um, So we... Have we said this on the show? We've been thinking about coming and doing... We we talked ages ago about how we were wanting to do a bus tour of Maryborough, but it was going to be too much to hire the bus. So now we've just been talking about, well, what if we put something on? Well, this this is the thought behind it. I thought that uh, uh, we we would hire a, we'd have to hire a bus from Melbourne to take everyone up because no one would want to go individually because it's a long way to drive it's two and a half hours from Melbourne 
um, your closest hotspot. I thought, well, no one's going to put that much effort in. But then again, then we planned a trip to Thailand. Yeah. Which proves that, like, for some reason, I didn't think people had, you know, ha- had the wherewithal to get themselves to Mirabara. But it seems like people are going to a different continent. So yeah. maybe maybe it's actually a possible thing. So the idea is what? Maybe we do it at, yeah, it would, it would have been just like, yeah, drive around... And, not, and that would be the episode, just us driving around. But now the thought is, what if we did a live one at a pub and you all stay overnight? Yes, maybe That's some kind of, that. of the idea. Yeah. And then we could all get abso- we could absolutely light Maryborough up. <laughs> we could do a bit of... I reckon it'd be a mix of a, a live episode plus, um, plus a bit of driving around and looking at, uh, uh, you know, th- uh, places where important parts of my life has happened or... Yeah. Or where I've, you know, really dumb thing that things have happened. Yeah, so who knows? I mean, if you'd be into that, let us know. If, if enough people seem like they want it, we'd do it. I think it, now that I've been there, I think that would be really fun. Staying overnight, having a group of us, oh. dicking around, I think would be great. What's going on? What are you oh, doing? We're, we're dealing with weird traffic stuff, so... Sorry, I'm a little bit distracted. We're in the middle of some kind of motorcade at the moment. Yeah. Of, like, cars with, uh, trucks with big flashing arrows on the back of them. Um... Okay, so I don't think there is much more to say. Yeah, look, guys, pump this episode. Tag Della Vadova on the socials if you're going to share it around. Let's let's try and get this episode of the podcast. It's all about him. Yeah. It's all about but, uh, look, us the, trying to find him. The true star, really, of this episode is not Matthew Della Vadova, but Maribara. And also friendship. Yeah, I mean, I think... And we were... content. <laughs> hey, look. say what you will about this episode. But it goes for an hour. No one can take that away from us. I don't think it should. All right, guys. Well, yeah, thanks so much for listening. LittleDumDumClub.com. T-shirts are on sale for the Kosamui Podcast Festival. We've got the GoFundMe. We've got the Patreon. Patreon.com slash LittleDumDumClub to chip in uh, to the show. And, uh, and I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed a slightly different episode. We didn't have guests this week. We sort of did in a little way. Like, the, the town of Maribyrnong was a guest and its occupants. Well, the, you know what? This is funny. Of all the people, we've interviewed how many? Four people or something? Just a lot of them people that we just went up to on the street and said, hey, can we do this? And you gave a big pitch of what the podcast is and people that have been on it to try and, you know, kind of, you know, make them more interested in it. Of all those people that we talked to, not a single one of them asked for the follow-up information for where they could check it. <laughs> Yeah. Not even to hear themselves back on it. Yeah. A lot of the... Clearly, there's too much to do. Yeah. There's too much to do in Maribar. I'm oh. going to the Faulty Towers dining experience. I don't yeah. have time to listen to a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's... I, I, and I fully expected that to happen. Who who in Maribar wants to listen to a podcast? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, we've had fun doing this. We hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, slightly different episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see ya, mates! mates.